Welcome to the Spoken Word, Psalm 19. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone out through all the earth, and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber, rejoicing as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heaven, and his circuit unto the ends of it, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright. I shall be innocent from the great transgression. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. Chapter 19 Saul spoke to Jonathan his son, and to all his servants, that they should kill David. But Jonathan, Saul's son, delighted much in David. Jonathan told David, saying, Saul, my father, seeks to kill you. Now therefore, please take care of yourself in the morning and live in a secret place, and hide yourself. I will go out and stand beside my father in the field where you are, and I will talk with my father about you, and if I see anything I will tell you. Jonathan spoke good of David to Saul his father, and said to him, Do not let the king sin against his servant, against David, because he has not sinned against you, and because his works have been very good toward you. For he put his life in his hand, and struck the Philistine, and Yahweh worked a great victory for all Israel. You saw it and rejoiced. Why then will you sin against innocent blood, to kill David without a cause? Saul listened to the voice of Jonathan, and Saul swore, As Yahweh lives, he shall not be put to death. Jonathan called David, and Jonathan showed him all those things. Jonathan brought David to Saul, and he was in his presence as before. There was war again. David went out and fought with the Philistines, 
and killed them with a great slaughter, and they fled before him. An evil spirit from Yahweh was on Saul as he sat in his house with his spear in his hand, and David was playing with his hand. Saul sought to pin David even to the wall with the spear, but he slipped away out of Saul's presence, and he struck the spear into the wall. David fled and escaped that night. Saul sent messengers to David's house to watch him and to kill him in the morning. Mihal, David's wife, told him, saying, If you do not save your life tonight, tomorrow you will be killed. So Mihal let David down through the window. He went, fled, and escaped. Mihal took the teraphim and laid it in the bed and put a pillow of goat's hair at its head and covered it with the clothes. When Saul sent messengers to take David, she said, He is sick. Saul sent the messengers to see David, saying, Bring him up to me in the bed, that I may kill him. When the messengers came in, behold, the teraphim was in the bed, with the pillow of goat's hair at its head. Saul said to Mihal, Why have you deceived me thus, and let my enemy go, so that he has escaped? Mihal answered Saul, He said to me, let me go, why should I kill you? Now David fled and escaped, and came to Samuel to Ramah, and told him all that Saul had done to him. He and Samuel went and lived in Naoth. It was told Saul, saying, Behold, David is at Naoth in Ramah, Saul sent messengers to take David, and when they saw the company of the prophets prophesying, and Samuel standing as head over them, the Spirit of God came on the messengers of Saul, and they also prophesied. When it was told Saul, he sent other messengers, and they also prophesied. Saul sent messengers again the third time, and they also prophesied. Then went he also to Ramah, and came to the great wall that is in Seku, and he asked, Where are Samuel and David? One said, Behold, they are at Naoth and Ramah. He went there to Naoth and Ramah. Then the Spirit of God came on him also, and he went on and prophesied until he came to Naoth and Ramah. He also stripped off his clothes, and he also prophesied before Samuel, and lay down naked all that day and all that night. Therefore they say, Is Saul also among the prophets? Chapter 20 
David fled from Naoth and Ramah, and came and said before Jonathan, What have I done? What is my iniquity? What is my sin before your father that he seeks my life? He said to him, Far from it, you shall not die. Behold, my father does nothing either great or small, but that he discloses it to me. And why should my father hide this thing from me? It is not so. David swore moreover and said, Your father knows well that I have found favor in your eyes. And he says, Do not let Jonathan know this, lest he be grieved. But truly as Yahweh lives, and as your soul lives, there is but a step between me and death. Then Jonathan said to David, Whatever your soul desires, I will even do it for you. David said to Jonathan, Behold, tomorrow is the new moon, and I should not fail to dine with the king. But let me go, that I may hide myself in the field to the third day at evening. If your father miss me at all, then say, David earnestly asked leave of me that he might run to Bethlehem his city, for it is the yearly sacrifice there for all the family. If he says it is well, your servant shall have peace. But if he be angry, then know that evil is determined by him. Therefore deal kindly with your servant, for you have brought your servant into a covenant of Yahweh with you. But if there is iniquity in me, kill me yourself, for why should you bring me to your father? Jonathan said, Far be it from you, for if I should at all know that evil were determined by my father to come on you, then would not I tell you that? Then David said to Jonathan, Who shall tell me if perchance your father answers you roughly? Jonathan said to David, Come and let us go out into the field. They both went out into the field. Jonathan said to David, By Yahweh, the God of Israel, when I have sounded my father about this time tomorrow, or the third day, behold, if there is good toward David, shall I not then send to you and disclose it to you? Yahweh do so to Jonathan, and more also, should it please my father to do you evil, if I do not disclose it to you, and send you away, that you may go in peace. And Yahweh be with you, as he has been with my father. You shall not only while yet I live show me the loving kindness of Yahweh, that I not die, but also you shall not cut off your kindness from my house forever. No, not when Yahweh has cut off the enemies of David, everyone from the surface of the earth. So Jonathan made a covenant with the house of David, saying, Yahweh will require it at the hand of David's enemies. Jonathan calls David to swear again for the love that he had to him, for he loved him as he loved his own soul. 
Then Jonathan said to him, Tomorrow is the new moon, and you will be missed, because your seat will be empty. When you have stayed three days, you shall go down quickly, and come to the place where you hid yourself when this started, and shall remain by the stone Azel. I will shoot three arrows on its side, as though I shot at a mark. Behold, I will send the boy, saying, Go, find the arrows. If I tell the boy, Behold, the arrows are on this side of you, take them. Then come, for there is peace to you, and no hurt, as Yahweh lives. But if I say this to the boy, Behold, the arrows are beyond you, then go your way, for Yahweh has sent you away. Concerning the matter which you and I have spoken of, behold, Yahweh is between you and me forever. So David hid himself in the field, and when the new moon had come, the king sat him down to eat food. The king sat on his seat, as at other times, even on the seat by the wall. And Jonathan stood up, and Abner sat by Saul's side. But David's place was empty. Nevertheless, Saul did not say anything that day, for he thought, Something has happened to him. He is not clean. Surely he is not clean. On the next day, after the new moon, the second day, David's place was empty. Saul said to Jonathan his son, Why does not the son of Jesse come to eat, neither yesterday nor today? Jonathan answered Saul, David earnestly asked leave of me to go to Bethlehem. He said, Please let me go, for our family has a sacrifice in the city. My brother has commanded me to be there. Now if I have found favor in your eyes, please let me go away and see my brothers. Therefore he has not come to the king's table. Then Saul's anger was kindled against Jonathan, and he said to him, You son of a perverse rebellious woman, do not I know that you have chosen the son of Jesse to your own shame, and to the shame of your mother's nakedness? For as long as the son of Jesse lives on the earth, you shall not be established nor your kingdom. Therefore now send and bring him to me, for he shall surely die. Jonathan answered Saul his father, and said to him, Why should he be put to death? What has he done? Saul cast his spear at him to strike him. By this Jonathan knew that his father was determined to put David to death. So Jonathan arose from the table in fierce anger, and ate no food the second day of the month. For he was grieved for David, because his father had done him shame. In the morning, Jonathan went out into the field at the time appointed with David, and a little boy with him. He said to his boy, Run, 
Find now the arrows which I shoot. As the boy ran, he shot an arrow beyond him. When the boy had come to the place of the arrow which Jonathan had shot, Jonathan cried after the boy and said, Is not the arrow beyond you? Jonathan cried after the boy, Go fast, hurry, do not delay. Jonathan's boy gathered up the arrows and came to his master. But the boy did not know anything. Only Jonathan and David knew the matter. Jonathan gave his weapons to his boy and said to him, Go, carry them to the city. As soon as the boy was gone, David arose out of the south and fell on his face to the ground and bowed himself three times. They kissed one another and wept one with another, and David wept the most. Jonathan said to David, Go in peace, because we have both sworn in Yahweh's name, saying, Yahweh shall be between me and you, and between my offspring and your offspring forever. He arose and departed, and Jonathan went into the city. Thank you so much for joining us today on The Spoken Word. God bless you. Jesus loves you. Have a wonderful day.